Hi, I'm Pastor Roger Brown. God has gifted me the pleasure to pastor a dynamic, spirit-filled church called Life Changers Church International right here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. I believe God will use this sermon to impact your life and bring His greatness out of you. Man, I hope you get something out of this that will change your life. God bless you. Your time is very important. So I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. And while I'm thanking God for all that he has done, the enemy is trying to remind me of all that needs to be done. How many knows he likes to do that? But God's good for it. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say he's good for it. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me tonight, if you would, to the book of John. John chapter 21. John chapter 21, we're going to go to verse number 1, John 21 and 1, amen, John 21 and 1, y'all's on your own tonight, did you bring your Bibles, praise God, maybe brought your phone, your tablet, hallelujah, John 21 and 1. Just stand to your feet for the reading and the reverence of the word of God. Hallelujah. John 21 and 1. Are you there? I'm going to be reading out of the King James Version tonight. Amen. Going to take you back old style. Praise God. The Bible says, after these things, (laughs) after these things, man, After these, anybody have a thing to happen to you? This week, last week? Look at your neighbor and say, it's okay. Because after these things, Jesus showed up. (laughs) Hallelujah! Amen. All right, I've got to read my scriptures. After these things, Jesus showed himself again. That means that means that he's been there before, but in between it, the enemy tried to tell you uh, that you're not good enough for Jesus to come back. But I need to tell somebody right now, he'll show up again. He'll show up again. Praise God. After these things, he showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise showed he himself. There, there were together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, doubting Thomas. It's always a doubter among it. And Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee and the sons of Zebedee and two other of his disciples. Now listen, listen uh, l- l- let me read this. Hang on. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. Sounds like Billy Bob. I go fishing. That's what he talks. I go fishing. They say unto him, we also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately (laughs) and entered into a ship immediately. And that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood uh, on the shore. But the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, children, Have you any meat? They answered him, no. 
And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, it is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked. <laughs> I love the Bible. <laughs> and did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from the land, but as it were 200 cubits, dragging the net with fishes. And as soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. Jesus said unto, him, unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land, full of great fishes, and hundred and fifty-three. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you right now and we thank you, Lord, for this word. This is your word. Uh, Father, I believe it's a word for the hour and you begin to touch, you begin to mend, you begin to heal right now. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. You, you may be seated. Praise God. I'm excited tonight because I know without a doubt that there's one thing that Jesus is good at is showing up when there's chaos. If there's one thing that he's good at, it's showing up in a time when we're at a point where we, where, where we think, what else are we going to do? And in this part of the scripture, we're coming to John chapter 21, and the Bible said, after these things. And so when you read that, you think, well, I wonder what happened before this. So let me just kind of break it down for you. The Bible says that after these things, because there was a great turmoil that was going on, Jesus died on Friday. Look at your neighbor. Say he had to do it. He, to do it. he died on Friday. And now the whole church was in a mess. And things was, 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 was going crazy. Not only was they going crazy, but the one that they stood beside, who they watched heal the blind and cause the dead to raise up, the one that they just knew that was going to build this empire and everything was going to change and they weren't going to be under the Roman authority no more because their king had showed up. And now all of a sudden, the one that they thought he was going to be a king for had died. And there was a lot of things that was taking place. And not only had he died, but then all all of a sudden, the Bible says that on Sunday, look at your neighbor and say Sunday. Sunday. Look at your other neighbor and say neighbor. neighbor. Sunday's, coming. Sunday's coming. And on Sunday, he got up. <laughs> I, I ain't going to get into my resurrection service just yet, but I'm, 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 I am full of it tonight. But on Sunday, he got up. One day he was dead and the next day he was gone. <laughs> Whew. 
There's a lot of people put in the grave that never got up like he got up, but he got up. He got up with authority and he got up with triumph inside of him. He got up because everything that he was commissioned to do that was born in this world, born of a virgin and, 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 and wrapped up in flesh. He was all God and all man at the same time. And they didn't kill him, but he laid his body down and he went on to do his job. And all of a sudden, everybody's standing around and in John chapter 20, the Bible says that Mary came in early one day and she looked and there was no body there. And so she began to tell everybody what was going on and nobody could believe what was happening at this moment. Listen to me, listen to me. Peter was one of those that Jesus said, upon this rock, let me tell you, Peter, upon this rock, in all of your mess, I'm going to build the church. In everything that looked like it failed, in everything that everybody pointed their finger at you, I'm going to build it on that account. I'm going to take and I'm going to build my church upon all the chaos going on in your life. Everybody that left you, everybody that walked out of you, everybody that didn't believe in you, I'm going to build on that mess right there. So the Bible says that the one whom Jesus loved, and we know who the one that Jesus loved, that was John. I mean, he's the one that was sitting while everybody was sitting around at the table and trying to figure out who was going to be sitting on one side or the other. He's just like, man, I, 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 don't, I, I don't need that. I just want to be at his feet. I don't need everything that he's got. I just want to be at his feet. And everybody who was wanting all these things, the Bible said that John laid his head in his bosom as he loved him. And, and, the, one, and, and the one that Jesus loved, the one one that Jesus loved and the one that was loved by Jesus. The Bible says he comes running because see John was about 21 years old at that time. Peter was about 40. He, he, he's an old man. Praise God. And, 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 and so John outrun him unto the tomb and when he got to the tomb he stopped and he looked in and there was no body there but he couldn't go in. But old rugged Peter, come on somebody. He showed up huffing and puffing a little bit later but he runs smooth into the tomb and he got in there and, 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 and there there was no body there. And I'm just trying to break this down to trying to, trying, trying to lead a foundation. And so then the Bible says they all gathered in a room and trying to figure out what in the world was going on, what is going to take place, what's the world going to say about us. Are they going to laugh about us? Because here we followed a man and here we followed after him and we told everybody he was going to be the king and now he's dead and now they come and got the body and we don't know what's going on because the Bible says that they did not even know he was going to get up. My God. Isn't it funny how we can come to church sometimes uh, and we don't even know uh, really uh, what we're doing sometimes? I know some of y'all say, well, I know what I'm doing, praise God. I, I know what I'm doing every time I come to church. Uh, and sometimes we come as a mess uh, and we leave as a mess. Uh, and we just come uh, and we, we just fall in uh, because we want somebody to feel sorry for us. Uh, or we want somebody to pat us on the back. Uh, but I need to tell you, uh, every time you enter into these doors, uh, it ought to be to come into these doors uh, to get closer to him. Uh, it ought to be coming in these doors uh, because I need you more. I don't need you to feel sorry for me. I need my Lord and Savior to move upon my life that this mountain it has to leave in the name of Jesus. (laughs) 
So while they're sitting in the room, the Bible said that Jesus walked up and they locked the door. Isn't it funny how you come in and lock the door? I think this might have been COVID-19. I don't know. They had a lockdown. Lock the door. So Jesus said, come through the walls. Look at your neighbor and say, he'll come get you. He come to the walls. They looked at him and they said, my goodness. And the Bible said that the only one that wasn't there was Thomas. But all the rest of them went, listen to him. I'm going somewhere. Peter was there. Look at your neighbor and say, Peter was there. He was there sitting in the room. He walked into the room and he began to speak to him. And the Bible said that he grabbed them and breathed on them and said receive the Holy Spirit and then and then just as soon as that then the Bible says that he leaves and many more miracles that happened in the time he walked the Bible says that it was not mentioned in the word and so now we get to John chapter 21 and after all these things Peter's frustrated he's mad now the devil's playing with his mind. Well, if he really loved you, he wouldn't have left you. If he really loved you, he would be here. If he really loved you, he wouldn't have walked out. He wouldn't have just walked in and walked out. See, some of us feel that way sometimes because we come to church and we just want to touch. Lord, I just need a touch. Let me tell you something. You need more than a touch. You need God to move into your life. And the thing about it is, is these men were followers of Jesus. But somebody hear me. There's got to come a time where you got to graduate from follower to imitator. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Because I can follow you from a distance. I can follow you in a mall and you won't even know all that. My God, you got followers on Facebook and you don't even know it. I'm sick and tired of people saying I'm a follower of Jesus. At some time, you got to graduate and you got to imitate what he is. You got to heal the sick. Open up the open up the blind eyes. You got to step in the middle of it. Look at your neighbor and say graduate. I'm sick and tired of just followers of Jesus. You hear it all the time. I'm a follower. I'm a follower. I can follow him and not even know what he's doing. I can follow him and not even hear his voice because you can follow so, so far back that when Jesus comes to find you, he can't find you because you're lost and you're saying you're following. And they was following Christ and Christ was saying, it's graduation day, boys. It's time that you graduate up out of this. My God, who am I talking to? It's time you get up and you graduate. I want you to imitate me now. Don't just follow me. So after all these things, Peter said, I'm going to go fishing. And the Bible says, I'm going to go fishing. And the Bible says that immediately they got into it. Listen, 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 listen. These are the men they didn't forget their ship. They forsook it. Listen, listen. When you forsake something, you walk away from it and never pick it back up again. And listen, listen, listen. My God. And immediately, isn't it amazing when we get to that place, all of a sudden we start having pity parties? Anybody ever had a pity party? 
And then in the pity party, you go back to the comfortable place because Peter was comfortable at being a fisherman. He'd done it all of his life. That's who he was when Jesus called him. And he said, now I'll make you fishers of men. So he went back to the place he was comfortable at. And here's the thing is immediately they got into the ship. Come on, somebody. You know what kind of ship I'm talking about? I'm talking about the friendship, the relationship. Come on, somebody. The fellowship. Isn't it amazing how all of a sudden when you start having a pity party, then then that ship, that friendship all of a sudden takes you. Come on, somebody. All of a sudden, the freaky Freddy shows up on your porch with a joint. Come on, somebody. Yeah, all of the fellowship and the relationship and the ship. I almost called this jump ship. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I want to say ship too many times. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because my Oklahoma slang gets crazy. But praise God. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What does a ship do? It takes you from one place to another. A relationship will take you. A friendship will take you. A fellowship will take you. And you got to know, understand this one thing. You better know whose ship you are in. I keep saying it, praise God. Because because if you're at the time and you don't know what boat you're in, that's a better word, hallelujah, then you better understand that immediately that ship arrives. (laughs) Woo! I did good. And immediately they got into the ship. The very thing that they forsook showed up. Somebody got it out of the pond, y'all. <laughs> and delivered it for free. See, because when you're when you're feeling abandoned. When you're at that place, okay, God, I don't understand. I have followed you. Listen to me. Somebody hear me tonight. You got to not just be followers. It's not good enough to just be followers. We got to go past the point of following Jesus. I'm going to have a graduation service in this place tonight. We got to be the imitators of Christ. That when you, Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen my father. We ought to look at the devil and say, don't I look like Jesus today? You better pick somebody else's door to knock on. Because that, that ship don't sail no more. Immediately, they got into the ship. They got into the ship. It was daylight, and all of a sudden, it turns night. See, sometimes you get into a place and you think, well, I'm just going to go here for a little while. And it's daylight when you got there. And then all of a sudden it turns night. And in the nighttime you can't see. And not only that, Peter goes fishing, praise God. And all of his buddies that don't even know how to fish goes with him. Isn't that funny? That's the worst place you can ever be is be around somebody that can't even fish. Because now you're having to bait their hook. They're catching tires and catching boots. Not only does the ship show up and they get on it immediately, he's now surrounded with a bunch of yahoos that don't even know how to fish. And they fished all night long. And the Bible said, now it's coming today. Look at your neighbor and say, sorrow in the night. But joy in the morning. 
Now, Jesus had done met him. Jesus had done talked to him. Jesus had done been there. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter. Let me tell somebody something. Here tonight, just listen to me. You can sit beside people, and they can shake your hands in church. They can be real good church huggers. Come on, somebody. They can smile real good, and they can talk. They can be there. I mean, they can talk the talk. But I'm here to tell you right now, you got to understand that you come for Jesus. You didn't come for your friend. You didn't come for the music. Even though it's the greatest, praise God, you didn't come for the preacher but I hope you like him hallelujah but at the same time you come for one thing and you come for Jesus and when you understand that you're not just followers anymore now you come for him now it's about him now it's not about me it's about him because the reason he died anyway was to expand himself and now we become reborn and born again and now the seed of heaven has went into the ground and on the third day it come back up with a garden just like the garden of Eden and now the devil's really got a problem he ain't dealing with one Jesus he's dealing with a bunch of Jesuses so he he's fishing he's catching nothing he's getting daylight somebody looks over and says Hey, y'all, who's that over there? Jesus showed up, and he didn't say, Hey, you bunch of idiots, what are y'all doing? (laughs) There's them backsliders. Y'all said y'all love me, now you're going back and getting the deed to your boat again and doing the, the same thing. No, 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 listen, listen. He said, Hey, children. See, he didn't call them by their condition. He called them by their position. Jesus is never looking at you at your mishaps and calling you what the world calls you. He calls you by your position. And when you position yourself as a child of God, he calls you children. He stands on the seashore and he says, hey, children. Listen here. They fished all night, hadn't eaten all night. He says, anybody want a happy meal? (laughs) (laughs) You got anything to eat? Peter says, John says, no, Peter says, who's that? Listen, listen. And the one who loved Jesus said, hey, I know that voice anywhere. That's Jesus. Listen, listen. This is where Peter, (laughs) naked, jumps overboard. He doesn't wait. He doesn't say, hey, guys, get me. Get that trolley motor started up and let's go. No, he jumps overboard out in the middle of the Sea of Tiberias. And you got to understand, this sea is very famous. This is where Jesus walked on the water. This is where Jesus calmed the storm. Come on, somebody. He knows this place well. And he comes back to the place where he has so much spiritual activity and demonic activity. And the devil not only was bringing him back to the comfortable zone, but bringing him back to demonic activity 
See, some of y'all think, well, I don't know why sister so-and-so, she's been clean for two years, and now, now she's back at it again. I guess she just wasn't saved. Sit down and shut up. That's Juliet Rose's words. You let God, you let God handle that man. You didn't die for them. You didn't give up nothing for them. You just better be thankful that they showed up in your life with a relationship. Come on, somebody. There's some people in here got to burn some relationships and some friendships and some fellowships. There's some of y'all in here, you're in the wrong boat. And you need to understand that when it comes time to jump overboard, even if you're naked, Jump. That's Van Halen. Jump. I'll stand on it. Listen. He jumps out of the boat. <laughs> I'm coming, Jesus. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. They think I ought to wait until Thursday night at 7. They think I need to wait till 10.30 on Sunday morning. But it's Monday afternoon. Yeah, I'm coming to you. I hear your voice. Everybody else says stay in the boat. But I'm going overboard. I'm doing it for you. Ah, I'm doing it for you. I'm coming for you. See, Everybody else says, well, just wait till the right time. Pastor will be here in a minute. Honey, there's sometimes you can't wait on the pastor. You better be ready because you might be in the wrong relationship, in the wrong friendship, in the wrong fellowship. And you better be ready to, to jump overboard and leave every other yahoo in that boat if they want to. But when Jesus is standing on the shore and he come back to get you, ah, come on, somebody. He come all the way back to get you. And he knows your faults and he knows your place, but he put you in a position and called you children. Peter comes all the way up. There's already a fillet. Let me tell you something. You talk about eating some Jesus food. I mean, Long John Silver's ain't got nothing on his fillets. Billy Bob, you ain't got nothing. I don't care how good you are. Jesus is cooking this one. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. This ain't the best restaurant-style crappie. No, come on, somebody. I mean, this is, this is Jesus' food. He's got it on the fire. He's got a fire lit. He's got a flame. And all of a sudden, the Bible says that the other little ship showed up. And Jesus thought, well, I fed 5,000. But you know what? We'll just use their food this time. He says, Peter, why don't you go ahead and bring the fish that you caught? Because after he fished all night and Jesus said, throw it on the right hand of the boat. Peter says this, I've already done that. Jesus said, yeah, but I didn't tell you to yet. Somebody here, my God, that's a, that's a, that is a place to preach right there. 
Some of you have done it so many times, and when God says do it, you turn and look at him and say, well, that won't happen because I've already done it. And God says, well, hang on just a minute, but I'm telling you to now. You did it before on your own accordance, but now my word says stow it on the right side of the boat. And when he throwed it on the right side of the boat, there were so many fishes that began to swell down, and, 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 and there were so many there, but the Bible said that, that the last time they did this, that the next begin to break. But this time, come on somebody, look at your neighbor and say, but this time, hallelujah. But this time, the Bible clarifies and says, and the net wasn't even breaking. I'm about to shuck and buck in this place. Peter, listen. Not everybody in the other little ships, but Peter by himself grabbed a hold of that net. Listen, read, read your Bible. It's good stuff. And he pulled that net to the shore. There were some things that you say, I can't do. Oh, I can't. I just can't. I can't. Oklahoma, I can't do that. I just, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't call for that. That's, that's, I, I, you know, I, I, I just can't do it. But, but, but Jesus said, Peter, bring the other fishes. And Peter says, hmm, he told me to. Come on, somebody. So he grabs the net and he pulls it to the shore. See, the last time they said there was so many, but listen to me. The Bible is very specific. But this time there was 150 Three fishes. One hundred. At that time, there was only 153 nations established at that time. Jesus was saying, I'm going to give you the whole world. Peter, I come all the way down here to find you before I go back up. And I know we had a meeting and I know I breathed on you, but you're feeling sorry for yourself and you got all this shame and ain't getting out of the way and the devil's trying to run ramshock over you. But I showed up here. I made you some dinner and now you brought the fishes up. I'm going to give you the whole world. See, that's what the enemy's got some of you running for right now because you know that there's more in you and you're scared to death because you know who you was. You know all the lies you told? You know all the betrayals that you betrayed? And I know some of y'all sitting there thinking, hmm, you talking about me. I don't lie. Well, you just lied in your mind. And he's reminding you of every time you messed up. He's reminding you of every time you come to the altar and you laid it down and picked it back up again. Come on, somebody. He's reminding you of every fault that you've ever had. He's reminding you and telling you, no, no, that's not you. That's only you when you do it right and you ain't doing it right. The devil is a lie. God never said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you and I'm going to mold you and everything's going to be all right. The Bible says that God qualifies the call. So when he calls you, he's already qualified you. I don't care what the lying devil is telling you. You got to get up out of that mess. You got to find that position and you got to listen to what he is saying in your life. And sometimes you got to be prepared 
to jump overboard. See, a lot of times what we do is we play it safe. We just don't get too involved because we've been hurt before. See, we don't put too much out there because we know what could happen. And the thing about it is, Jesus come all the way back. He sat on the seashore. And he looked at a bunch of boys. Misfits. When you look at who Jesus called, he called every one of them out of different places. He never went, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me good. He never went into the church house and called nobody. That's why everybody was so, so confused. Well, if he wanted some really good men, he should have come on Sunday morning and got the white collared men. No, he waited till Thursday night. <laughs> See, he never went into a church house and called nobody. He went to the streets. So if we want to imitate him, let's keep going to the streets on Saturday night. Let's just go ahead. If we really want to imitate him, let's just keep going into the uh, bars and the, and, 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 and the dope houses. If we really want to imitate him, let's, let's become the church. Let's come to the ecclesia right here, the meeting place on Thursdays and on Sunday, and let's get filled up and fired up, and then let's take it to the streets, and then let's build a church on the outside. Come on, somebody. Jesus came and walked through the walls and blew on them, and now he's commissioned them to go outside of the walls. Now take it on the outside. So sometimes we got to be willing to jump overboard. Sometimes we have to understand we've got to abandon this ship. Sometimes we have to understand that there are things that we are involved in right now. It's just comfort zone. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody right now. You always go back to that thing that makes you comfort. And that thing that you're comfort in is the very thing that's going to kill you. Peter went back to the thing that he knew. And some of us revert back to the stuff that we know. Some of us uh, go back into the places uh, that we know. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I don't know who I'm talking to, but God is telling somebody in this place tonight, get ready because sometimes uh, you got to go overboard in order to get back to him. See, the last time they was on the sea, Jesus came walking on the water. But this time, he stood on the beach. <laughs> this time, he stood on the shore, wanted to see 
if they was willing to jump overboard and swim to him. There are some places in your life that God is calling you, come out. Go ahead and let them call you crazy. Let them call you the Jesus freak. Let them say, oh, that's them radicals. Yeah, they got to go to church every Thursday and every Sunday. Can't ever plan no family things with them on Thursdays and on Sundays because them Jesus freaks. Go ahead and let them call you the Jesus freak. But I'm here to tell you right now that you got to be willing to give it all to Jesus. Pastor Adam, come piano, please. Listen. I know I say listen a lot, but just just make sure you are listening. Listen. What God is doing in this hour right now, it is so confidential. Listen. That you're not going to see it just by coming to church. It is so confidential that the only way that you're going to get this news downloaded from heaven is by praying and fasting. It's what Jesus is doing right now has got the enemy nervous. And he's watching the church. He's seeing how we react under pressure. 